Hey, Choir Baton listeners, Beth here. I just want to apologize for the ambient noise that you are about to hear in this podcast episode and cross my fingers that you don't think that it's too bad and not worth listening to. If you don't know what stage of life I'm in right now, I am in grad school and things are crazy. I have recorded this episode for you twice now, and believe it or not, this audio is better than the initial recording that I had. And because time is short, but the message is so important, I have to get it out to you. And I know that it can really impact you if you just get the chance to listen to it. So my apologies for the background noise in this recording. I hope that you'll forgive me. Know that I will continue to do my best to deliver the best content and best sounding audio quality content I can in the future. But for now, coming to you straight from my car, as if you were sitting in the seat right next to me because my hands were not on my phone. I just hit record before I left and started driving. So come take a ride with me and let me tell you what is up with Choir Baton. Welcome to The Choir Baton, a podcast designed to engage with people and stories, ideas, and inspirations stemming from choir. No other art form, no sport, no hobby, no business requires a group of people to execute a communal goal with just their voices. Join me, your host, Beth Philemon, as I interview guests who are singers, teacher conductors, instrumentalists, and community members. Together, we'll ask questions, seek understanding, and share insight from our experiences in life and in choir. You're listening to the Choir Baton Podcast, where we want to know, what's your story? All right, Choir Baton, and welcome to this episode that has a 50-50 chance of being better than the first time that I recorded it or worse than the first time I recorded it. However, you won't be hearing the first time I recorded it because the audio is so bad. I'm so embarrassed and mortified. I can't even put it out there for you. So it's going to be an abbreviated version and hopefully nonetheless impactful. If you follow me on the gram, you know that yesterday I was in the car driving north to Virginia to surprise a dear friend of mine and yours, if you are part of our Instagram community of music teachers, uh, Kate Foyles of At What Happens in Choir was having a baby shower and I connived with her mom to surprise her and it was awesome. So... Um, like just so wonderful. She actually saw me walking up to the door and I didn't realize it or else I would have like filmed her reaction. Uh, but she saw me before I knew that she saw me. So it was just priceless. It was really great to get to meet her family and honestly meet her husband. I'd never met Andy before. Um, if you don't know Kate and I's story, we recorded it on a podcast episode. It's within the first 10, I believe, but we connected on Instagram almost two years ago, back when there weren't a lot of us openly talking about our lives as choir conductors on the gram. And we coincidentally were both preparing for state music educators performances. 
and we just really bonded so much so that we met in person for the first and only time until yesterday when we went to National ACDA and it was amazing. It was so funny. People that I was having lunch with at the time when she um, got to the site and was meeting us at the restaurant were totally like aghast at the fact that we had never met in person before. But I think it just really goes to show you the power of this online community and the power of the people that we meet and the connections that we have because ultimately as choir conductors especially if you're in a school but also if you're in a church setting or in a community setting we are very siloed and there are things that you struggle with that no one else in your uh, school building struggles with no one else in your church community struggles with no one else in your community choir struggles with and because of the nature of our work, it's often very hard to connect with someone and say, hey, what's working for you? What ideas do you have? What suggestions? What do you hear that I could be doing better? And that has really, um, can really take a toll on us, I think. But we are living in a day and age where with as much detriment we could say that technology adds to our lives if we really reframe our mindset and work to instead use it to enhance our work that we can grow as people and as musicians and the people that we are conducting can do so as well and so that's why I wanted to jump on here and talk to you about the choir baton teaching membership This has been a brainchild of mine for the past four years because if you don't know my journey, I share a little bit of it uh, throughout episodes. I believe there's some of it in the episode number one and episode, I don't know the number, but it's where I talk about me transitioning out of the classroom and into business school. But I had three years teaching 6th or 12th grade music experience and a master's degree in music before I realized I really had no idea where and how to start teaching someone about choir that had had little to no exposure in this art form and in this cultural community. And I set out on a mission to change that and ultimately in the last four years I've worked I guess five years maybe um, I've worked at three different schools that was not the plan Um, I've worked at three different schools and of all different ages and types and all the things and these experiences have provided this amazing opportunity that I would have never guessed if you tried to convince me of it five years ago to bring to you the choir baton teaching membership. And, and so what this is, is it's what I wanted as a teacher. It is a one-stop shop place for you to find um, inspiration and insight to guide your work as a conductor. So the main core focus of it is to provide choir conductors a structure, a framework for them to sequence how to approach teaching music literacy to choirs of any ages, at any levels, at any different um, type of like um, socioeconomic status, color of skin, um, rehearsal length and time, anything like that. Like all of these differentiators that sometimes we um, we have both experienced choir in one setting and 
then gone out and student taught in another type of setting and we have a limited experience as to what works at different schools and you think that this one thing will work when you go into a new setting and it doesn't it doesn't always fly or the students that you're working with have a different set of knowledge than the students that you've previously worked with and you're kind of sunk um, as to where to go from there because our experiences for the nature of our training can be very limited and so what the teaching membership affords you is an opportunity to learn this sequence with which I teach music literacy in my ensembles. And it is birthed out of the work that I've done studying through Dr. Kruger. Dr. Carol Kruger is on episodes two and three of the podcast, and she is an amazing synthesizer and um, applicator. She applies the knowledge that she has taken from so many different music methodologies from Gordon's music learning theory to Kodai or and she's really synthesized them into an understanding and a framework that makes sense for the choral classroom today and then what I've done is taken the foundation with which she has given me in her class uh, in her summer classes and other classes that I've been to and in reading her book and looking through her drives and all this kind of stuff and I have said okay knowing this and knowing how and why now I'm going to take get into my own uh, step further from me and say how can I effectively and efficiently put this into my middle and high school and community church choir setting so that this is what you do this is what you do this is what you do and this is how you do it in each setting and I have seen amazing results within my students in fact my last several years of teaching, I would share with them that I wanted to know all of their questions, right? So part of this is birthed from my work with Dr. Kruger and just studying music learning in general, but it's also birthed out of me like obsessively asking my students, does this make sense? Tell me what is unclear, seeing confusion on their faces and like questioning them to death about how I can explain it clearer, what doesn't make sense, because I wanted to figure out how they were thinking about it so that I could clarify my uh, my explanations better so that they could understand what was happening on the page and in their ears and with people around them to really become these literate musicians that I wanted them to be so that we can make music and we can make music uh, faster because they are hearing and writing and reading the music and not just um, learning it by rote or kind of figuring it out from the page uh, this way. And so that is what this teaching membership, like the core of it is. And I could sell it as a class, right? Um, where you could go online and purchase um, a level one sort of class, but honestly, it would be really expensive if I sold it as a class because there's so much information in it. But I also want to be able to keep adding to it. And, and so I thought about the budgets of uh, music teachers and at the price that it's at, this is like a monthly subscription that not only gives you uh, access to currently all of level one, but I can continue to like 
gift you ideas and new topics for the month or relevant things that I think would be of help to you in your rehearsal that you can then bring to your students. So like for example, I, I just did a mini module and the teaching membership. Someone reached out to me um, Miss Lucy's choir reached out to me and she's like, Beth, um, what suggestions do you have for, she knew someone that was looking for a job and she was like, what suggestions do you have for this friend of mine who is looking, uh, looking at different jobs? And it, I was like, oh, I have, I, this is like my wheelhouse, right? Um, I, I love this kind of stuff because another crazy thing about my teaching career is that I've taught at so many schools and that means I've interviewed at all of those schools as well and had to basically not just land the interview, well land the interview, but then also land the job from the interview, go through the interview. And I am very tactical in how I approach those positions. I've also been on the flip side of it of interviewing people for positions that I've had. And now as I'm in the business world, the amount of business training that I've had is just completely like tripled, quadrupled. And so I bring that to you and a module that is a part of the teaching membership. Uh, there's also like, really cool things that I've added that I'm using in six weeks sing videos that I'm sending out to singers to help them understand time signatures and meter and um, how the score is set up on a faster scale because that is such a limited rehearsal time. I want you guys to be able to see that and um, have access to that. And yes, you know, you can begin to put things on Teachers Pay Teachers, which is a great site, and I am not knocking that in the least, and all my friends that sell through there, um, or there's YouTube and, and different things like that, but I really believe in taking the time to craft content that is intentional for you, and that is ultimately what what our industry is missing, because we can go to all of these great PD sessions, but we sometimes we're just not in a place to always receive what's being said for a multitude of different reasons or like you remember but then you forget when you get into your classroom and the great thing about having a teaching membership is that you are like oh okay how is she teaching uh, rhythm in this one like how would she teach rhythm and you can log into your teaching membership site and go to that module where you'd already seen it before and you can re-watch it and, and see what's happening heck you could even log into the teaching membership in your class and show the video to your students so that they get a chance to see it and that allows you to facilitate and walk around the room and see what's happening or have a pull out with the student or help a student that's melting down or you know all these different things that really free you up uh, that was in one of my last schools that I when I began teaching again after graduate school and the flipped classroom was a thing I was like I, I wasn't sure how that would ultimately work in the choir rehearsal space. And then when I started using videos of content that I was delivering anyways, I found that I was much more intentional about the content that I was uh, delivering to students. It was consistent because it was the same, but more than anything, it freed me up to take care of other things that I needed to, even if it was walking around the classroom to see what the students were writing and to be able to answer questions and not have to stop instruction. It's incredibly powerful, and I firmly believe that we are going to only continue to see more and more of this within our educational system and we can really use it in the choir classroom as well. So that is 
is um, just about the teaching membership. And and one other thing that I do want to say is like, I am not getting rich off of this by any means. If anything, you are helping me by coming by becoming a choir baton member. Like you are helping me break even with uh, all of the things that I am producing for you all to encourage you and uplift you and, and things that like that. And so if you have been a listener of the Choir Baton podcast or uh, you have taken part in takeovers or you've seen takeovers that have really impacted you, then and you want to find a way to support Choir Baton, then consider becoming a member, even if it's just for a month, right? Like, I mean, realistically, I hope you don't do this, but realistically, you could become a member for a month and like download all these worksheets that are a part of the modules. And then if you don't like it or you're not interested in anything new, like you can cancel it. And if anything, you have supported Choir Baton, um, for us, you know, I, as of right now, I'm very intentional and in not trying to do sponsorships on the Choir Baton podcast because I want it to be a place that um, is not super salesy. And this is absolutely no knock on anyone else that does this. I think it's amazing and awesome. But I, I really want, I'm excited about the potential for Choir Baton to become self-sufficient and to be able to support itself. And one of the ways it can do that is by you becoming a Choir Baton teaching member. And guys, it's not perfect. I am learning as I go and as I am building this place for you. And I am so always open to your feedback and thoughts. You'll see I'm trying out different um, different types of delivery now and really trying to figure out what works best for you all so that you are engaged with what's happening and you are learning and you are able to continue growing as an educator, especially uh, if you are isolated or if you're unable to afford going to these national events or if they aren't always giving you the kind of PD that you are looking for. I know that the content that we are sending to you via the Choir Baton membership works because it has worked in every single school that I've worked in. And that has been, um, a lot, (laughs) um, which again, like I said, I know I've always said this once, but like, it's just kind of crazy how life works and it works out like it's supposed to. Whereas I always wondered, why am I not staying at one school forever? This is what I wanted to do. And now looking back at that, looking back at this teaching membership, I, I see why I see that I was able to also iterate this beginning process of teaching music literacy over and over and over from the ground up at different schools and really work to perfect it because it's all a process that I was able to interview at all of these different schools and really figure out what makes me an effective interviewer so that I can pass those tips on to you. Exciting other things that I I have to share with you down the line are coming and they've all been from these experiences and it is absolutely no knock on any choir teacher that has been in their same school for 10, 15, 15, 20 years. Um, that's amazing. That was my um, inspiration. But 
not always because these teachers do serve on hiring committees and are incredibly knowledgeable. I'm not knocking that by any means, but it is different when you were interviewing in 2020 than you were in 2000 and 1990 and 1980 and so on and so forth. And I know that I can give you these tips that will help you be relevant for today in addition to the amazing tips that you are getting from mentors around you. So uh, I, I hope that you will consider supporting Choir Baton by becoming a member of the Choir Baton Teaching Membership. I hope that you are excited about the future of what this community can bring to you and how we can all work together to ultimately reach our goal and our goal is that of getting more people singing. I firmly believe that this type of delivery of content delivery of professional development is the wave of the future of as corny as that sounds and also like I've shared it's not perfect I'm still working on it I'm still growing I'm always iterating but I am unaware of anything else that is out there like this for a middle high school and adult level and that is why I, I couldn't hold off on it any longer. I couldn't try to perfect uh, things anymore. I, I had to start bringing it to you because ultimately as perfect in my brain and my, my people's brains that I like rely on when I'm um, questioning some of these basic things, like they aren't all, they aren't representative of all of you as well. And I, I know that you are ultimately going to help shape this program for what you need and how we can best help you grow. You know, one of my other favorite things to say is like, if you don't know this about me, I will be the first person to tell you that I do not know everything. I do not attempt to say that I know everything, but one thing that I absolutely am obsessed with doing and I love doing, I'm so passionate about it, is like if I don't know, I am going to, and someone, I'm, and I want to know or someone else I I know wants to know and I can help them, like I will do everything in my power uh, to, to help find out a way in which we can all know and learn and grow from that. And, and finally, I, if you're in a place listening to this and you're going, gosh, I, I want to support Choir Baton, but I just don't, this is not for me, a teaching membership is not for me, or financially, I'm just going to direct um, my resources elsewhere, anything like that. Let me tell you, just the fact that you are listening to this is um, a huge help. Secondly, if you could take the time and leave us a five-star review and let us know, like, and when I say us, I guess technically it's me, but I feel like it's not just me doing this. I feel like there's a whole community of people behind here. Um, but let us know, like, what what you're liking from the podcast, what um, stories speak to you, especially when we have people on here for interviewing. It's always helpful for them to know uh, that their stories impacted someone else as well. And then finally, the biggest way that you can continue to help Choir Baton is just by sharing um, on Instagram, on Facebook. We have some exciting things coming out there as well. But the adage, sharing is caring, is, is really true. So make sure you're signed up for our 
our emails and that you are going to get ready to do a choir baton takeover too because we are excited to see what you have to show within that and you hear um, Connor behind me is in agreement so without further ado thank you so much for being a listener and supporter of choir baton and together we will get more people singing